Okay, good luck, everyone. Thank you very much for coming. It uh, gives us a very a lot of chizuk that you took off uh, a busy Matzai Shabbos to be mechazik the new project. You know, the minog is that Shabbos Hagadol, you can't record the shir. So what do you do with Torah anytime? So Matzai Shabbos, come back and I re-record. So we're going we're gonna to do that now. Okay? Um, the bottom line is, again, just appreciate the miracle of what happened. We started out, we started out in the house. We didn't know what we were going to do for Rosh Hashanah. And the likelihood of having on your corner three trailers that are already fashioned as a shul is, uh, is nil. I mean, what's the likelihood that in a busy neighborhood in Cedarhurst, on your corner, you have three moving vehicles with Kabbalistic messages all over the walls that have already been uh, prepared as a shul? And then we just got the word we've got to be out of here in a few weeks. And we've been looking for property for many, many months. And then all of a sudden this property came up. Uh, thank you for Svi Goldstein and Shui for letting us know. David, I don't know what he pulled off exactly, different Inyonim, Alpikabala, to wrestle it out of someone else's uh, uh, possession. And right now we're in contract for this property. And the good news is, in 45 days, we need to be the owner of the property. Otherwise, we lose our deposit, and we don't have a place to daven. That means in 45 days, we're going to raise over a million dollars. So, that's the good news. And the better news is, you're going to help us do it. And you don't have to actually uh, give us the money. <laughs> Somebody came over to me tonight. They already put down 5000 Somebody gave me ten before Shabbos. Um... We're not asking anyone for money tonight. We will, don't worry. But um, we're trying to formulate a plan of how we're going to make this happen. And Bezos Hashem, it's going to happen. The the same way we started the minion. The week after we started a minion, we had a beautiful minion, and the trailers appeared. Mamish Yesh Ayin. It's like one of, remember the Mishnah Perkyovitz? It's like one of the miracles that Hashem made. The Shamir worm and uh, the Keshes. And the trailers that appeared, Ben Ashmash, that's one of the... So this property also miraculously appeared. And miraculously, we're going to be able to put it together. And the question is, who's going to have this chus to help us out? So I want to uh, introduce my Yedid Naaman, Rabbi Yonatan, Dagmi, who we became good friends. One Hanukkah, we were discussing the Arhagonos. And then I had this chus to speak uh, for his community. Um, very shortly after we started the minion over here, and John saw that this is an opportunity to be Mekadeh Shem Shamayim, and he took, grabbed the bull by the horns, and he was really Mekadeh us. So, uh, I'm going to give the podium to John, and uh, we're going to uh, see how we're going to take the next step ahead. Thank you very much. Imagine working for the Central Intelligence Agency, or MI6, and being a spy and being sent out on a mission, but not being told what your mission actually is. That's kind of like what happens to us when we get into this world. We all get dropped 
down, and we're not really told what to do. If you tell me it's to learn Torah, do mitzvot, I can challenge that. How many people here are Kohanim? How many are not? If you're not a Kohen, you're not a Levi, out of the 613, you can knock out over 100. You don't live in Israel, knock out another 50. You're not a farmer, not of the 100. So if you come to this world, you could probably do today about 140 mitzvot, give or take. So what exactly is our mission? Masechet Chulin, page 89, asks this question. Umnam, ma umanuto shel adam ba'olam hazeh? They ask the question, what's the profession? What are you supposed to be your mission? You should make yourself like a mute. Now, the interesting thing is the Gemara has multiple characteristics of handicaps that exist. There's a Chedesh, who doesn't hear and doesn't listen. There's a Someh, also, can't see. And there's also the Ilem. The Ilem, he can hear but he does not speak. And that's the mission of everybody in this world today. Every Jew that's here, your mission in life is that you're going to hear things that you do not want to hear, and you're not supposed to answer. You have to make yourself like a mute. And if you've done that up until this point, congratulations, you were successful. But the Gemara continues, it says, Talmud Lomar, should you always be this way? It says, no. Sedek Tedaberun. There's going to be times where you should speak. Now, the Sedeq there is talking about Torah, but it's also righteousness. Complimenting your wife or your in-laws, saying nice things to people that generally maybe you shouldn't say nice things, and there's a time to speak. You know, I can tell you that watching the story, if someone were to write a book as to how these events transpired, where the rabbi started, then a minyan in his house, suddenly the trailers... And with the help of David Berg and a few other people behind the scenes, that now we're in contract of a property that's literally on the corner of the main street of all the shuls. This is an open book miracle. And if you've been silent your whole life and shy and timid, I'm going to tell you today that now is the time you're going to have to wake up. We're not asking you, anyone here today for any money. But in the next two, three weeks after Pesach, we're going to have a fundraising campaign. And I'm going to shape out for you how we're going to collect a few million dollars. Baruch Hashem, I was on a previous project with my rabbi, and we collected $4 million. We're going to be successful. The shul's going to be built. It's going to be a world headquarters. And I don't even want to call it a shul. You know, shul's a German word for the word school. That's really what the word shul means. But this is not really, this is more than a shul. This is going to be a headquarters where we already know from analytics, tens of thousands of people are listening to Shiurim all around the world. South Africa, Australia, Israel, Philippines. Mexico, you know, you're rabbi, you know, you're gonna, you really sometimes need an individual from the outside to recognize who you have here. You know, in Masechet uh, Gitin, Daf Nun Vav, there was a discussion. Vaspasianos becomes the Caesar, and he gets to meet with Rabban Yohanan ben Zakai, and he informs him, I'm going to destroy your temple. It's done. I'm killing all the Kohanim, the Pirche Kehuna, it's all done. They're all going to go. And he grants him three wishes. I want to speak about one of the wishes that he, that he asked for. He says, I can tell you today, gentlemen, that there is a destruction outside. They're trying slowly, slowly. This country is slowly trying to take away from us all the morals that were built. You know, if 30 years ago someone went to a public school, 
I could tell you that his kids could still come out as a rabbi. It was still possible. My rabbi, Rabbi Eli Mansour, his parents went to Abraham Lincoln High School in Brooklyn. And they, with the morals of the, that time, he was still able to raise children that became my rabbi, which is unbelievable. Today, it's a sakana. Today, a person cannot even watch Disney. Not that I recommend anyone watching anything, but today, look at the level of where we have gone. There's a destruction in Vasbasianos is outside. What I'm telling you today is that I'm asking for Yavne Vechachameha, and he's right here. You don't have to go far. Within a hundred years after the destruction of the temple, there was Bar Koziba, Bar Kochva, who created a revolt to try to build the third temple. Why? Because of a group of a few rabbis learning in a kolel. I can tell you this is where it's going to start from. And I can tell you it's going to get built and we're going to do it. My question to you is if you take the letters Elim and you switch them around, it also is Mi La Hashem Elai. Who wants to be part of this? It's going to happen. And if Eliyahu Hanavi Zachur Latov appears in the next few months and says, guys, the game is over, the money has no more value anymore, everything is done, everyone's going to say to themselves, did you involve yourself with this project? So I invite everybody. We're going to do it, and we're going to be successful. How is it going to work? I'm going to tell you. A few of the things that we're going to do is as follows. In the next few weeks, we're going to put together a couple of videos of the rabbi and a few of the people the kahal. Uh, and what everyone needs to do now is you're going to go home. You have to think of potential donors that you can go to. It's not going to be easy. You're going to get out of your comfort zone. You're going to have to call people that you don't want to call. And, and you've got to make that list. And you're gonna, each one of you is going to have to contribute to collecting a certain amount of money. And I'm looking around the room, I would say a minimum of $10,000 of every individual here. It's not that hard. You're going to go around calling and collecting, and you're going to make a list of those donors. The rabbi is going to be on the phone. I'm going to be on the phone. The project will get done. Who will be involved is really in the hands of you guys. The Borei Olam handed you the, the opportunity, and you arrived here today. And I hope that you guys all come on board. And Bezrat Hashem, we're going to be Matzliach. It's going to be done. And uh, you know what? To have this done on Shabbat HaGadol, on this week, you can't really put the pieces anywhere better than this. And Bezrat uh, Hashem, we're going to be Matzliach. And uh, I wish you guys a Shavuot Tov, a Chag Kasher, a Sameach.